the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I am excited to be with you again for another business by the book. Now y'all know it's my new series and I am teaching biblical principles that apply to our lives and our business. So again, I just want to keep saying (laughs) I am not a preacher. So I may say something that you hear and you cringe and you go, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. I'm doing the best I can. And I just trust God to give me the words. I think once I've been doing this 30 years, like I've been doing real estate for 30 years, I might want to call myself a teacher then. But for today, I am a humble servant who is sharing what God puts on my heart with you to help you just run a better life in general. You know, I always talk about the five life equities, which are financial, spiritual, uh, physical, mental, and your family. So those are the five life equities that, that make us who we are. And the Bible covers all five. It talks about money. It talks about spiritual. talks about your mind. talks about your physical. talks about your family. It covers everything. It's a very good moral compass. And I feel like in today's world, we can all use a little bit better of a moral compass. All right, so we're still going to have drinks with Juan, but we're having some drinks with Jesus. So we're just going to always have tea or something. So happy Sunday to you guys. Mm. I tell you what, I am so addicted to that tea. It's the most insane thing. I love it so much. All right, today... We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the devil. Well, do I don't know. You said you were going to talk about business. I don't know how the devil applies to business. I don't really believe in that hokey pokey stuff anyway. I got on here because you said you weren't going to Bible thump me. You weren't going to be all preachy. Well, listen, if you're not a Christian and... You don't believe in Jesus or heaven or hell. You don't believe in the devil either. So pay attention to the message. If you are a Christian, you believe in all those things, pay attention to the message. All right, so we're going to read out of the book of John. John, 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 John. This is John 10. And I'm going to read uh, verses 7 through 10. So John 7 through John 10. I'm going to read it, explain it, read what the bottom of it says, and give you my opinion about that. Okay, so therefore Jesus said again. This is, again, the, uh, if you have a Bible with the red letters, these are words that are in the red letters. Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. 
All who ever came before me were wicked and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pleasure. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Now, John 10.10, uh, this specific verse, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And I, Jesus, have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So when Jesus says he is the shepherd and that we are the sheep, we are actually his sheep. So when you hear on the news saying, don't be a sheep, don't be a sheep, don't be a sheep, that is true. We do not want to be a sheep of the wrong people because he says right here, all that ever came before me were wicked and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. So whenever you hear anything going on in the world and the politics and your own family, uh, maybe someone's trying to get you to change your beliefs about something, the, the people that know Jesus, we know what's right. We watch, we see what's happening in the world, and we know what's right, and we know what's not right. The people that are claiming to be the moral compass of the world, those are the people that Jesus is saying are thieves and robbers. Okay, so first, when the, you hear people saying, ah, they're just sheep. Well, it's good to be a sheep as long as you got the right shepherd. Jesus, we talked about this when we did um, Psalm 23. Jesus is our shepherd. And the shepherd, let me tell you what it says down here um, in the explanation part. It says, in the, the sheep, so Jesus says, I tell you, I am the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. In the sheep pen, the shepherd functioned as a gate. So the shepherd would let the sheep in and protect them. He'd bring them in and protect them like Jesus is the gate to God's salvation for us. He offers access to safety and security. Christ is our protector. He is our shepherd. Some people uh, resent that Jesus is the gate and the only way to access God. But Jesus is God's son. Why should we seek any other way or want to customize a different approach to God? As I said before, there's only one way up. There's only one way down. John 10.10 10, about the thief coming to see, steal, and kill, and destroy. In contrast to the thief who takes lives, the thief is the devil. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, in contrast to the thief who takes life, Jesus gives life. The life he gives right now is abundantly richer and fuller. It is eternal, yet it begins immediately. The minute you go like, yo, Jesus, I accept you, right then and there, boom, it begins immediately. Life in Christ is lived on a higher plane. Did you hear that? Christians out there who aren't practicing what y'all preach? Life as a Christian is lived on a higher plane because of his overflowing forgiveness, love, and guidance. Have you taken Christ's offer of life? Now this verse, John 10.10, 10, is the theme of our talk today. The thief who is going to be the devil. The thief could be anything. The thief comes to 
steal, kill, and destroy. So what is your thief? Are you gambling your money away? Are you a drug addict? Are you in adulterous relationships? Are you stealing from your company? Are you selling drugs? Are you a criminal? Are you an alcoholic? Are you abusing your children, your spouse? Are you a pedophile? What is your thief? Whatever it is, that thief, which is any of those things, are backed by Satan. Those things have the stamp of Satan on them, who is coming to steal and kill and destroy you. And Jesus says, I, I, Jesus Christ, I am coming so that they may have life and have it to the fullest. So it is very simple. Jesus is like, you can choose this or you can choose this. Now, the enemy, the devil, Satan, whatever Lucifer, whatever term you feel comfortable using, Satan, Lucifer, devil, the darkness of evil, any term that you feel comfortable with, lives and prowls the earth looking to uh, steal and kill and destroy. And some people go, well, I don't know. Why did bad things happen to good people? Well, right here, this John 10, 10 kind of just explains like all that in one whole sentence right here. Okay, the enemy is coming to seek, is coming out to steal and kill and destroy. So when you say, yeah, but they were such good people. I can't believe what happened. Their whole house burned down. They all died. Like, why did they, why, oh, they got cancer, but they're such good people. That's a pastor. So why, why did they have cancer? Why did bad things happen to good people? Because way back in the beginning, when God made all the angels, Satan, Lucifer, was the most beautiful angel of all. He was God's pride and joy. He was the most beautiful angel. He was in charge of the music. God was so proud, and he was his, just adored, made Satan the most beautiful, Lucifer, the most beautiful angel in the morning's son or something I think he was called beautiful but but Satan was like you know I'm as beautiful and amazing as God I want to have God's power I don't want to be under God I want to be equal to God so Satan held a revolution and said all right God we're gonna bounce out of heaven and by the way these people they're coming with me so one-third of all the angels that God created were like, okay, we're going to follow Lucifer, that morning star. We're going to follow him right out of here. Boom, we're bouncing. Crash to earth. That became Satan and the devil, and those became demons and fallen angels. So now God sort of has a deal. It's like, all right, now listen, Satan, you can run around the earth and do whatever you want to do, but all the people that believe in me, when the end of the days come, they're going to come back to heaven. They're going to live eternally. They're going to have a great life. And your little tinky tiny rain on earth is going to end. And you're going to get tossed into like a fire where you will spend all of your eternity. So you go do whatever you want to do down there. You stir up problems. You cause whatever. The people that follow me, they will understand when something bad happens to them that you're doing that. But they won't lose faith in me. Because they know that this earthly life is so short, they know they're going to go to heaven. And the people on earth who don't believe are just like, well, I don't know why bad things happen. I'm a good person. Well, again, you know, 
Satan kind of got free reign. That's what the hell goes. That's why we have free will. We have the choice to say, yo, we accept God or mm, hard pass. We have the choice. God gave us free will. That is why we do dumb things. Because if we didn't have choices and God did everything for us, what would honestly be the purpose of living? If you literally can't make all your own bonehead mistakes, like what is the purpose? So God gave us free will. We can follow him if we want to. If we don't want to, people go, yeah, but Juan, that's not right. Because if you don't believe in God, you go to hell. Well, if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in hell. Let's just look at it that way. So the people that say to me, well, don't you think God's a bully? God says, if you don't believe in me, I'm going to put you in hell for life. What kind of God does that? God's a bully. It's like, no, 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 you're missing the point. If you don't believe in God and you don't believe in Jesus and you don't follow, if you don't believe in that, then you don't believe in heaven or hell either. If you do think only good people go to heaven and only bad people go to hell, and it's all done by good deeds, then answer this one question for me. I always ask people this question, and it really stumps people. How many good deeds are enough? If good people go to heaven, people that do good things, Mother Teresa does good things, she's a good person. Uh, the Pope's a good person. Let's see, who else is a good person? can't think of any politicians or anything like that. So just a good person. Anybody you know. Your mom or your dad. Oh, my God. They're great people. They're, so, they're atheists. But God, they're the best people. They're so wonderful. So all the good people go to heaven. Good deeds get you into heaven. How many good deeds are enough? Is it one good deed gets you into heaven? Is it two good deeds? What if you're a really bad person in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s? Then you become a good person in your 50s and your 60s and your 70s. And then you die. You had 30 years of bad and 30 years of good. How many did you do enough good deeds to wipe out these bad deeds? Like where's the line on good people going to heaven? As long as you do good deeds, you'll go to heaven. Like where's the line? Is it one deed, 10 deeds, 1,000 deeds? What if you had to have 10,000 good deeds and you die at 9,000? Like, oh, man, I'm 1,000 good deeds short. Shoot, I got to go to hell. I just... Spent my whole life doing 9,000 good deeds and I'm a 1,000 short and I, I got hit by a bus and now I have to go spend the rest of my life in hell because I didn't get enough good deeds done. There has to be a simpler way. And it's just really simple. Accept Jesus that he was sent. He lived on earth as a man. He died on that cross. That blood that he shed was for us. And we believe that he is the son of God. He lives on the earth. Everyone loved him, saw him, watched him die, saw him rise again. They saw him resurrected. They saw him on the earth for a period of time and before he ascended back up into heaven. He left this whole great New Testament behind. And all these disciples that were with him day in and day out that were like, hey, listen, Jesus says, I am the way. If you just follow me, I've already died for all your sins. You did 30 years of bad sin and then you find me at the end of your life, you still get a chance to go to heaven. All you got to do is believe in me, I clear the path for you, and there you go. I'm your shepherd, you're my sheep, I'm going to protect you, I'm bringing you into my pen at night, I'm going to keep my arms around you, I'm going to keep you safe, and when it's your time, I'll see you up in heaven. We'll be hanging out, it'll be really great. So a lot of people, so many people say to me, yeah, but I am a good person. I don't believe in all that Jesus stuff, but I'm a good person. I'm like, hey, you, that's all right, we're going to have a, we'll have a Bible verse about that whole thing about the Bible says it's easier for um, something about the eye of the needle. 
Well, we'll talk about that. It's really, I learned more about that recently. That's actually really a fascinating story. So the enemy is Satan. And don't ever think for one minute that Satan is not alive and well on planet Earth. I mean, look in, at the movies. Look at the music. Look at babies being aborted at full term. Look at the pedophilia and the children that are raped and tortured. Look at the evil in the world. If you don't think Satan is alive and well on planet Earth, you are blind, my friend. Look around you. It is everywhere. Now, can we stop it? We cannot. It's going to come to a head. It's a whole nother day. It's a whole nother topic. And someday we'll all stand before God and give an account of our life. And I'm just going to, I want God just to say to me like, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you. And thank you for doing that business by the book. I know you didn't want to, but I'm super proud that you did. Keep doing it. So I know that when my time comes, I don't have to worry about where I'm going to spend eternity. I am solid on my decision about that. And I am actually willing to die for that decision. So keep that in mind as well. You have to, you got to be willing to step up and pay the ultimate price for it because it's the ultimate price after the fact. Never forget what John 10, 10 says, that the thief, the devil, the enemy, comes only, only to steal and kill and destroy. I, Jesus, come that they may have life and they may have it to the full. That's it. So bad things do happen to good people. Good things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Don't you hate it when someone who's like a total, like you know is just a total jerk, has some amazing thing happen? You're like, Lord, how did that guy get that house, wife, car, job, money? He's a total jerk and a heathen, and I'm over here going to church all the time, and I got squat. It's not about what's happening here on earth, folks. It's about what's going to happen up there. So, and it's also about how you handle things down here. You know what? Pray for your enemies. Pray for everybody. Pray for yourself. Pray for me. Lord knows I need it. <laughs> so, John 10, 10. All right. And also, too, you know, when you're listening to me, you know, like, you know, Antoine, I've listened to you a couple times. I read some of those verses. I got on my phone and I looked at the Bible and I read it. I don't know. How do I, like, how do I follow Jesus? Folks, it's so easy. All you got to do is just literally say, like, two sentences. You just say, Lord, uh, I open my heart. I invite you in. From today forward, I'm yours. I'm yours. I believe in you. I believe you died. I believe you rose. For my sins, I believe I'm going to heaven. My heart's open. I'm a canvas. Do with me what you want. In Jesus' name, amen. Like, really, all you have to say is just like, Lord, I open my heart and I invite you in. Just take me over, Jesus. That's it. It's that fast. You are saved and you're on your way to heaven. Now, are you going to be a work in progress? Oh, yeah. I'm a work in progress, too. <laughs> We're all a work in progress. But that's what makes it fun. It's the journey. All right. So, next week, week same bat time, same bat channel. Remember, the truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Oh, for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality. keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.